Hey guys, it's Lee. Just a few quick corrections to the episode that was released on Thursday. First off, LNAV VNAV approaches have minimums uh, described in terms of a decision altitude. In the in the episode, I originally said minimum descent altitude and MDA, but it's actually DA, just like all the other approaches that everybody's familiar with with a glide slope. ILS, of course, has a glide slope. LPV's low cloud performance with vertical guidance has a glide slope. And an LNAV is just a precursor to the LPV. So, of course, having vertical guidance, a glide slope, it, of course, has minimums uh, in terms of a decision altitude, not an MDA. You may have a pseudo glide slope on an, on an LNAV approach, but that's just for reference only, and it will take you down to a published minimum descent altitude. So don't get those confused, and I apologize if I added any confusion. Then uh, descending below MDA, um, I kind of emphasized a couple things Um one on landing, I talked about flight visibility as if that was the only place that it mattered. But you'll see flight visibility referenced often as a as a uh, backup or a disclaimer on when you if you have reported visibility of three miles required, unless flight visibility is at least three miles. So you'll see it something like that. So you'll see flight visibility often. I kind of emphasized it here like it was the only place. Uh, so I apologize about that. Um, then on the approach lighting system, um, still under a descent below MDA, but what you need to see to leave MDA. And it, it warrants, you know, emphasis, but I, I talked a lot about the uh, approach lighting system. So on the two very popular ones, the Malza, or I'm sorry, the Alsif 1s, Alsif 2s, where they reference red side row bars, red terminating bars, you need to have those in sight. Basically, the FAA is saying it's easy to get the uh, approach lighting system in sight. They're super bright, very identifiable, but they're saying that's not enough. It's not enough to kind of orient yourself with the, the runway landing environment to just see the approach lighting system. You need to see certain aspects of the approach lighting system. And in this case, they're talking, they're referencing the red side row bars, red terminating bars. If you had the approach lighting system and included in that, you have the red side row bars, red terminating bars, that is enough to continue just normal, stabilized, right down to the pavement for the most part. Obviously maintain your flight visibility. And chances are, if you see those, you, you will, as you progress towards the runway, you're gonna pick up more and more visual cues, helping you identify and orient the landing runway very easily but let's say you're shooting an approach that is uh has an approach lighting system that's not doesn't even have side row bars then you're going to default back to any of the other visual cues like the um uh, the runway centerline markings any runway markings the runway lights the threshold lights um any of those other thing any of those other items that we listed so those would allow you to just keep going in uh to land um, the approach lighting system is special just because it is so easily identifiable. They don't want you just to be able to pick up the bright white lights and that be good enough um, because they're so bright. I mean, they're almost disorienting how bright they are. Uh, so they're easy to pick up. They want you to have a specific aspect of them in sight um, to kind of determine how good is your visibility actually. That's, that's kind of the point. So I hope I clarified all those things. Definitely feel free to send me an email, guys, with any questions, comments, concerns. F-A-R-A-I-M at LeeGriffing.com. I'm sure I'm going to get some uh, comments on this. I uh, just wanted to get out ahead of it when I re-listen to it. Um, and I appreciate you guys keeping me honest. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.